It's happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, on this holiday week, will technology be uh, a part of what's under the tree? I'm sure it will. In fact, I already know in the McCullough household there's at least one present that... Uh, has a degree of technology built into it. But here on Kevin McCullough Radio, where we take a look at uh, technology news each week, or we try to at least, Ari Zoldan is back with us for a kind of a holiday edition of uh, Tech Tuesday. And uh, Ari, the news this week has all been about uh, should Musk step away as CEO of Twitter or should he not? And um, obviously he put up that he would abide by the results of the poll that he posted on his own platform. Um, the bad thing is he doesn't have anybody in, in line to do it just yet. So it's going to take a little while. Um, but what did you make of that whole development this week? Yeah, I think it's amazing. He, he kind of, you know, send it that sent it out to America to vote, so to speak. Um, I, I was surprised he did that. Um, you know, what I'm not surprised about is, um, not so surprised that 56% said that um, they were interested in replacing him. Um, and what I think is that, you know, he's going to follow through on his word. I mean, one thing that I've um, that I've seen with him um, is that if he says something, he does it. Um, so, you know, I'm not surprised once he I'm not going to be surprised once he finds a real credible replacement, um, he'll be stepping down. Yeah. I personally, as one of those people that lost my account and still have not regained it, uh, I personally was have been very pleased with the degree of transparency. He has gone into the archives and said, hey, this is actually what was going on. Twitter was getting co-opted by uh, these corrupt influences. And we're going to we're just going to let all the world know that that's what we did and we shouldn't have. And he put it all out there. Um of course, in doing so, he he took a lot of fire for doing that. I'm curious, do you think he's just been worn down by the uh, by the um, animosity or do you think uh, or do you think that he's just wanting to get back to kind of I mean, he'll still be the CEO, but he's not going to he's not going to be running the day to day operations. Right. Um, I think he went in with with a mission, you know, kind of as a short term uh, goal for himself to to get in the door, do what he needed to do. And then and then step back. Um, so I'm, I'm quite pleased how things turned out. Look, I didn't think and I, I was wrong, Kevin. You know, we're, we were for the most part, I think we're, we're pretty good with our with our tech predictions. And, you know, I didn't think that the the merger, uh, the investment merger would go through um, at all. Um, and it and it did. Um, and he he pushed forward with his agenda. He wanted to shake things up. That's what he did. Um, and now it's just a question of finding the right person um, that's going to take Twitter to the next uh, to the next step. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that um, he's he's made it a more transparent place. And I haven't seen the quite the concerns that my friends on the left have uh, <clears throat> been you know so uh hand wringing about just yet i haven't i haven't seen nazis take over the platform or anything like that now the new york times on the other hand they printed a crossword puzzle yesterday in the shape of a swastika i was kind of like uh the first night of hanukkah new york times this is this is good for you uh why anyway a different story altogether hey you were telling me before we uh, jumped on the air that uh, there was something that uh, we needed to know about Yes. So, Kevin, this is all the rage. It's called chat GPT. And what it is, um, it's in essence, it's an algorithm, but a very, very sophisticated algorithm 
Um, it was started by a research firm called OpenAI, AI being artificial intelligence, backed by Sam Altman, um, the founders of LinkedIn and Microsoft. And what it does essentially is that it puts sentences together for you. It uh, gets involved in ideation and will actually bang out several um original paragraphs of content. Um, I mean, stuff I've been using it, absolutely mind-blowing the type of uh, content that it produces. Um, it's not even connected to the internet. Um, it gets it gets pulled from their own database and it starts, it could construct original logical sentences, like a full-blown article where almost to the point where you can't really tell that it's being um, machine produced. Um, it is so sophisticated. It is definitely creating a lot of ripples within the tech community. Uh, just people are, are just in total awe of what this algorithm is doing. Is there any downside to it so far? So, the, so there is. Um, the downside is is that we're we're not we're not there yet in terms of um, replacing content writers, uh, replacing journalists. Um, unfortunately, though, we're getting very very close. Um, you could think of you can think of students um, in a classroom, uh, the instructor, the teacher, the professor, giving them a reading assignment, and then turning around and trying to do a report. Well, you know, all they have to do is throw some keywords into this platform into this program and it could spit out a 1600 word article or report. So that doesn't sound like a positive for, for our college students. It's definitely not positive. It's definitely going to be, I think, very challenging for the educational system, you know, how schools are going to deal with it. It's not, you know, some tools, you know, that they have out there are great right now that uses um, algorithms and predictive um, content, you know, stuff like plagiarism checkers, right? That That's great. It compares different types of contents to see if um, if students are plagiarizing. But this is entirely different. This is an algorithm that actually creates original content. So, yeah, the educational system is going to have to start, you know, dealing with this. How are they going to deal with it? But even well, content. If I'm grading the paper and I'm the English professor at, you know, uh, introductory writing course in freshman year and my kid turns in one of these uh, papers. How do I know the difference between what the computer program did and what the what the student himself did? As of this moment, you cannot tell. And, and we've tried, and it's absolutely it's amazing with this tool. Wow. Um, you can't you can tell. So yes, yeah, so the first thing that comes to mind is right. How is the educational system going to deal with this? Because you know we're no longer going to have to apply any kind of creative uh, creative or critical thinking content um so that is that that in itself is a conversation that is mind-blowing yeah no i think that's a a, a genuine downside because the last thing i think we need right now particularly uh, for that age group is less critical thinking skills as opposed to uh more hey ari zolden always appreciate your insights thanks for being here you bet thank you kevin and have a happy hanukkah thank you <laughs> I won't. I won't publish a swastika in the New York Times or anywhere else uh, for that. Matter. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough coming right back.